Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome back to Single and Loving It. I am your host, Grace Houghton. So happy to have you here. I hope that everyone who's been listening has been taking some of these nuggets and applying it to applying it to their lives and enjoying their lives to the fullest in every season of your life, because that's what God wants for you to do. He doesn't want you to be quote unquote sad in one season and happy in another season. You can be happy in all seasons. And so today the topic is a four letter word, which a lot of people do not like. They cringe when they hear this word, but you should learn to love this word. What is that word? You might ask. The word is work. W-O-R-K. Work. And I just to help you out, I found a definition in the Greek, what work means. It means labor, to make gains, produce, and there's other words to describe work, but basically produce, be fruitful and multiply as God has told us to do. Work is very important for every single Christian, every single believer, and especially, I believe, for those who are single It's very important to make sure that you are being fruitful, that you are multiplying what God has given you, that you are doing everything in your power to increase whatever you have in your life, your gifts, your talents, and not being lazy, not being idle just because you're single and because you have more time. Make sure you're investing in the time that you have. And we're going to get into how work just might be the key for those who are believing for their future someone, for, it might be the key for that future someone to come into your life. And we'll get into that a little bit. But first, let's look into some scriptures here. In Second Thessalonians 3, 11 through 12, it says, Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. How many of you know some people who are meddling in other people's business? Hopefully that's not you. And it goes on to say, we command such people and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work. I, I love the scripture. I think it's it's very blunt. You know, the Bible is very clear, very blunt, and it's awesome. And it's basically rebuking people who are refusing to work and are living idle lives. And just make sure that that's not you. Don't live an idle life. Even with the, you might be in school, you might have a job. And after you get home from school, after you get home from your job, you know, go to the Lord and ask what else you can be doing to be fruitful and to multiply what God has given you. And don't live an idle, lazy life. Another scripture is Colossians 3.23. It says, work, there's that word again, work, W-O-R-K, that four-letter word, work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward. Woohoo! we get an award for working. And that the master you are serving is Christ. And that's such a great scripture to apply in every area of your life, whether you're in a job that you may not like right now. The scripture says to work willingly at whatever you do as though you're working for the Lord. And he will give you a reward because he is a, uh, a good master. He is a good boss. He is awesome. He knows how to reward you and how to bless you. And just always work willing, work with a good attitude. 
especially as Christians, you need to be a shining example of what a good worker should be like. Be the best worker in your job. I remember when I was going to Bible school, I worked at a hotel. I was working at the front desk. Whew, I got a million stories to tell about that hotel. It was just <laughs> the horror stories. But I made sure that I worked with integrity. I worked hard. I arrived early. I had to stay late many times because people would just mess up things and I would just help, you know, fix up the messes. And, but my bosses loved me. They asked me like, are there any other rock stars like you that you can bring onto the staff? And I ended up helping other Bible school students get a job there. They may not thank me for that since that job was so crazy. But I, I worked hard and now I work hard at being the worship and arts director. I work hard at whatever God has given me to do. And I know I can take it up a level, but I just know that the Lord blesses whatever you work diligently at, and he will give you a a reward just as the scripture says. And like I said at the beginning is that work could possibly be your key to find your future husband, or if you're a man listening, your future wife. But specifically for women, I have some stories here for you. And the first story is about Rebecca. If you're not familiar with the story, it is found in Genesis 24. I'm not going to read the whole thing. So uh, please go to the, your Bible, Bible app, whatever. Go to Genesis 24, read the whole story. It's basically Abraham wanted to find a wife for his son, Isaac. And so he, what he did is he sent his servant back to his hometown to find a wife for his son. I won't get into the whole story. I wanted to get into what Rebecca was doing when she was found to be the wife for Isaac. So the servant went to the town and he prayed to the Lord and a beautiful woman came to the well that he, the servant was sitting at. And the servant said to Rebecca, please give me a little drink of water from your jug. Here is Rebecca's reply. She said, yes, my Lord. She answered, have a drink. And she quickly lowered her jug from her shoulder and gave him a drink. When she had given him a drink, she said, I'll draw water for your camels too, until they have had enough to drink. So she quickly emptied her jug into the watering trough and ran back to the well to draw water for all his camels. That, that is so much work that Rebecca did for this stranger. Could you imagine? Like, imagine right now, let's say you were... I don't know, at the store and a strange man who is not, you know, probably older than you. You're not even thinking he's even a potential, you know, husband for you. And they ask you to do them a favor. How many of you would drop everything that you're doing and take a couple hours? This probably took a long time for Rebecca to um, bring water for all the camels until they were done drinking. That's a lot of work. Would you do that for a stranger? And I, I'm not saying, you know, you have to drop everything that you're doing every day to do something for a stranger. But Rebecca was willing to work hard and she was kind and generous to this stranger in her town. And because of that, because of her work ethic, because of her, her kindness to serve someone else, her humility to serve someone else, not expecting anything in return, because of that, I believe that God blessed her by giving her to Isaac as his wife. And what an amazing story. And I, I love that story. And there's a, another one just similar like it. And you all, 
um, probably know it. If you don't, it's the story of Ruth and Ruth has her own book in the Bible. It's called Ruth. And in this particular passage, it's Ruth two verse three. And just well, a little backstory. If you don't know, Ruth lost her husband, her husband passed away and she moved to with her mother-in-law back to her homeland, which Ruth was a stranger to. She didn't know anybody there, but she was blessing her mother-in-law wanted to to live with her and be a blessing to her. And they didn't have anything. So Ruth decides to go and work. And so here is um, what it says in the Bible. It says, so Ruth went out to gather grain behind the harvesters. And as it happened, she found herself working in a field that belonged to Boaz. And spoiler alert, if you haven't read the story, she ends up marrying Boaz. Boaz becomes her husband and he takes care of her and he is very wealthy and he loves her and it becomes a great marriage. And they end up being in the lineage of Christ. Ruth is in the the lineage of Christ. And it says that she was a hard worker. She worked for her mother-in-law. She wasn't expecting to find her husband by working in the field, but she was diligent. She was a hard worker. Do you hear what I'm saying? Young ladies out there, be a hard worker. Put yourself in positions where you, you are blessing someone else. Go out of your way to bless a, a stranger, to feed the hungry, to put your hands to the plow, to, to multiply what God has given you. Work as unto the Lord. And like Colossians says, then the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward because he is your master and he will bless you. And I believe that if you are wanting to be married, God has someone for you. The Bible says that no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. So there is a condition there. Make sure you're walking uprightly. Make sure that you are doing everything in your ability to live your best life, to work diligently. And just to end this off, we all know about the Proverbs 31 woman. Everyone talks about how they want to be the Proverbs 31 woman. And it's really, it's, it talks about the, she's a wife. She's the virtuous and capable wife. And so in order for us to be, you know, putting our prayers out there for our capable, wonderful husband, make sure you are being that capable and wonderful wife first. Prepare now. Let me just read a little portion of Proverbs 31, starting in verse 10. It says, who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good and not harm all the days of her life. Here's where the working part comes in. Verse 13. She finds wool and flax and busily spends it. She is like a merchant's ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plans the day's work for her servant girls. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. That is verse 17. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. So single ladies... Make sure you are being a hard worker. You are being diligent. You're not living an idle life filled with Netflix and movie watching and binge watching and whatever else being lazy. And I'm not saying don't rest. There are times where you need to rest. I've had to learn that because I can tend to be on the overworking side. <laughs> the Lord is teaching me how to rest as well. 
But there's, there's a balance. There is definitely a balance. But make sure that you go into the Lord and say, Lord, is there anything else that you want me to be doing? To be fruitful, to be multiplying the gifts that you've given me. Because, Lord, I want to hear from you, well done, good and faithful servant, on that day. And you definitely don't want to hear, get away from me, wicked and lazy servant. No. And I'm praying that all of you out there listening, you are going to get the word from the Lord. Well done, good and faithful servant. And, you know, in order to be a servant, you need to serve, which means working. (laughs) And just like Rebecca and Ruth, when they were serving and working, and they didn't even expect to find their husband in that moment. They were just living their life. They were just working hard. They were just being generous. And out of that, their husband came. The Lord has someone for you. But while you are waiting, make sure that you are working diligently. And you can become like a Rebecca and a Ruth. So that is all that I have for you today. Make sure that you are enjoying your life, working hard. I want to encourage you to share this with people that you may know are single. And this could be an uplifter for them. And if you have any questions, if you have any prayer requests, please DM me on Instagram. My name is Grace Hufton, G-R-A-C-E-H-U-F-T-O-N. I would love to hear from you. If you have any topics in mind that you would love to hear about, you can message me. So that is it. Be blessed today. Have an awesome rest of your week. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye.